0: Thank you for joining us on Shayarana Speaks, the official podcast from the Shayarana Collective, a digital space for South Asian youth. This is your host, Disha Panchal, and today we're interviewing Sweta Tandri. Sweta Tandri is the CEO of Melodies for Math and has had many accomplishments. We talk about her experience being South Asian, being in the community, and how it has impacted her. I hope today's episode inspires you.
1: I was the odd one out in my entire family. I don't know how that happened because because I think it, like, even if you trace it like through my grandparents, and even when I was a baby, my skin was so I, it was literally the color. I think but, but I think we be like a lot of people started that way. But and then then I saw all those like commercials of like blah, blah, and then so I just really really felt invalidated. And then especially and then this was also kind of coupled with my um, insecurity with being introverted. It took me a long time to accept that. So I thought a lot of people like wouldn't come to me because I, I thought I looked ugly because of just how I looked, and so that was a very, very huge part. And I don't know if that has anything to do with being South Asian. It probably has to do with like how people perceive like darker skin tones, I guess.
2: Yeah, and I think that's a problem that like all groups are learning to cope with in all communities. But um, how is like finding yourself like empowered you, and then. How has that helped you with growing your organization, Melodies for Math?
1: Hmm. The, the, I think this is kind of um, like 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 the question I'm gonna have to think about a little like for a bit. Um. I think like it, it like it wasn't any one event, but I think it was just me practicing self-care, I guess, which really helped because um and then also really really feeling more comfortable with my skin color and going really against like my grandmother for one i think she always told me hey put milk on your skin or whatever make your skin lighter otherwise like it's not gonna be good for you but then i just learned to just be okay with what i had because i knew that i was i was anyway gonna be like this is what it was so i wanted to improve my self-care routine and really take care of uh, to um, make sure my skin was healthy and, and just to make sure that my entire body was healthy. And once I did that, I felt much happier and I really felt like that really helped me. And I think even a lot of people are saying that I, I, I um, look better and I'm projecting more confidence because I'm taking care of myself more. And I feel like that is really, really important.
2: Yeah, self-care is so important. I feel like it's so overlooked too. And I think our generation is really like embracing who we are
1: I also feel like a lot of our like, um, um, there's a lot of like hustle culture is pushing in our generation. Mm -hmm. So it like, like I honestly relate to that because this weekend I had a 48 hour hackathon and so I finished that, and then I came back and I went on a roll with like um, coding camp which is a week long, as well as my web as all of us my web design business. Um, internships melodies turnout, all that so i don't even get that much sleep per night and everyone's worried about me even i'm worried about me but i don't know
2: it's yeah just- i um i feel like we like a lot of us relate to that now because there's so much we want to do and i think we're trying to like find our passions and like it is it is a lot i mean honestly right now through quarantine i think it's cuz i'm overworking myself too but i feel like i'm sleeping less than what i used to sleep when i went to school you know
1: yeah yeah and then honestly um the, 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 there's also um I, like w- 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 one of the common foods that i eat like every day is like um rice like the traditional like south asian food but the, the thing is it t- like that that actually takes the longest for me to eat like i can eat anything else faster so then my my, uh, my my parents are like you must eat rice once a day but i'm like no i have so much i need to do like why can't like we just have those like um Food tablets or whatever those be like tablets that like have the nutrients and you can just gobble one. But you can also eat like regular food for pleasure. So like you like yeah. whenever you like have time, you can just eat food for pleasure. And then but the rest could be like grab and go because that's a great entrepreneurship idea. I've also seen that a lot in like um, dystopian books, like like the idea of like grab and go kind of things and yeah. like and, the, and like a set schedule.
2: Well, one thing is, um, going back to your organization, Melodies for Math, Would I absolutely love your mission so much. And um, everyone listening, make sure you check it out. She helps create curriculum for math based off of music to help kids understand it better. And one common, uh, one thing that I've always find, found it hard to accept was, oh, I'm Indian. And so people expect me to be good at math. And I uh, like math, that and that's okay, you know? How-
1: yeah. Like, you know, the, the thing around that, I don't think... I, I think I've had pretty accepting parents, Lola, like who, like, who were, like, wanting me to just be happy as long as I made, like, a decent living. But I did witness a lot of these, like, stereotypes happen with my friends and other people, who, and, like, who's, like, they really look down on, like, artistic kind of ventures. Like even my my best friend right now is going through a lot, like like because of that. But but then I feel like STEM is great, STEM is important. But like not everyone might really have their calling over there, or a lot of people might feel like their interests are divided, like me. So that's kind of why another reason I started Melodies for Math, other than educating people and getting them to really accept math, is to really build this community of people who are either 100% STEM, 100% art, or anywhere in between to really just get along and learn from one another and get together in this very huge symposium. And that's actually something I really hope we do in the future.
2: And, and to add to that, I feel like for the ones questioning who they are, it's okay to fit the stereotype. Like I always thought that was a bad thing that I was like, oh, she's just another nerd or whatever, you know, but it's okay, because you're finding yourself, and you can express yourself in so many different ways, and I love how you did that through music.
1: Thanks. Uh, like, I think, like, the, g- going back to the journey of, like, s- um, self-acceptance before, like, that, that thing, like, I think once I did a little bit of introspection, everything all made sense, because I used to be, like, a super um, paranoid kid, because I, because, I, because it, it took me a long time to come to terms with the fact that, I was introverted. I like to spend time with my own thoughts and have, you know, like deep conversations. And I had these thoughts as a preschooler. And so what did people at preschool like to do? They just like to play and like go around and everything. And so whenever like, and I used to, and, and I was like kind of super possessive. So whenever I was talking to someone and they just like left and went to play with someone else, I thought it was because they didn't want to be my friend anymore. So I dealt with that for a pretty long time. But then later, But I think the reason why I felt like that was because I tied a lot of my identity with who I hung out with, which is common to do. But it's also important to have your own identity and feel comfortable with yourself when there's no one around.
2: For sure, 100%. And I love love how you said that because I feel like that's a lot, like a lot of people will struggle with that. And I know like I do too. I'm like, I still feel like I do that sometimes. But I think we're really like, a lot of us have grown so much through quarantine and I thought your web design company was so cool. Do you want to share a little bit about that service?
1: Oh yeah, sure. It's like, I don't even know if that's even a week old yet, but um, it's called Some Somsweta Sites. So basically I self taught myself um, web design. And so um, I know there there are a lot of students like during especially this time of quarantine who are really um, starting organizations, finding their passions, wanting to create change. And the first thing that's really important, and I learned this through growing Melody's from Math to over 1.1k followers, it's branding. It's branding. Like like once like um, your your audience knows what to expect, and once they're drawn in, then they'll be compelled to stay. So I really want to help people and or and new organizations develop their own cool, like um, um, captivating brands. But so that, that'll that happen through a website. So like if a website sucks, then people are most likely not gonna come back. So that's kind of my, yeah. my reasoning there.
2: That is so and true. And it's so important to have a professional website. And I love that you offer that service.
1: Thanks. I'm like, before I was not really confident at first cause I, I did self teach myself web design and I'm still learning. Right now I'm taking a, 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 a coding camp but then I released a couple of my designs to you know the, the, the public. There was the um, Let Her Code, which is the website that I finished, and that was before I became a business. That was just when I just reached out. Um, I actually know the creator; she's one of my friends. So I'm like, hey, can I create this website for you? And she's like, okay. So another thing that, that um, uh, so I think like going back to like what we offer, I think making a website takes between five days to a week, depending on how big it is and what people want in the site. And I would normally charge $10 per, per, per site, which like honestly, like I love making websites from the bottom of my heart as well. But but, but I think like it's um, with freelance design, I think it's important to really treat yourself and to make sure that you reap the rewards of your work. Because sure, like because passion is a lot, but you're putting like, like day and night into it. And I think that people deserve to be paid and really to treat themselves and to really build and, and to really have that.
2: Yeah, because you're putting in so much work and care and energy into this. So I think that's it's totally important.
1: And especially, I think there's like, um, I think I've heard this from a couple of people, but a lot of people think, um, I don't know, I think I've even heard this from like my parents or whatever. I think they're like, like, if you love it, why are you charging for money? I think it's important to realize that you can have your passion and get paid, and that shouldn't really affect the fact that you love it. It just... That you're being compensated which i think that it's the, the, the that's a valid point like one thousand compensation like, like compensation like needs to be there especially like with with, with um occupations and things
2: mm-hmm. because if it's not if you're not passionate about it you're not going to put that same level of dedication and it's not like you can like eat your legs to do the work you know like <laughs> so charge, yeah. you know and yes.
1: There's also a lot of people, I think, in my school. I think, like, in my school, there's, like, um, uh, it's very, very academically oriented, which is not really a bad thing. But I don't see a bunch of people really showing their passions for things. Or maybe it's because I just tend to stay alone with my thoughts in my own friend circle, like I said. But I expanded my network. And I noticed that a lot of people, like, they just tend to go on, like, the traditional paths, I feel, which is totally fine. But but, but I just want to make the point that um, you don't have to do something just to make money, but you can have a good paying job that you like. Exactly. So, and I think that's the definition
2: of a career and a, and the difference between a career and a job.
1: It's very interesting how you, um, separated the, the, the two things that way. So, um, I think like career always had like a more positive connotation for me whereas like job is kind of like neutral I feel.
2: Yeah I feel like a job is something that's boring you don't really care about it while as a career is something that you manifest to do that you put your passion into.
1: Yeah I definitely agree and honestly I don't see like my my, my web design thing becoming like a full-out career I just see it as like a small little thing that I do or maybe if more people are interested I could um reconsider my rates and really like and, and make things more complicated, but right now since I have not, not that many credentials to my name in terms of that, I'm starting small. Yeah, yeah is
2: there um, anything else you would like to share with the Shrani Collective audience about your journey as a South Asian teen
1: following their passion? The journey to self-acceptance and just uh, just uh, appreciating yourself might be different for, for every person. But for some people, they might know who they are from the very beginning. And others, it's just a process of discovering. And no matter where you are, it's completely OK. And, and, and just know that you are truly doing your best. And also for me, as being a South Asian, I feel like my culture has really shifted me and affected me as well, in terms of how I interact with my family, what they taught me about their values. So I think it's all just a mix of your environment as well as discovering yourself. And I believe that both of them can coexist together it's just a moment just a matter of just communication with other people like, like your loved ones and just uh, a lot of self-introspection which I feel like with like, with, with like in this um in the world of social media I'm, I haven't even been on social media for a year I got my first social media account in September but from like what I noticed I know and you I noticed that it's completely like really fast-paced mm-hmm. so it's important to really take a break and really focus on yourself instead of Instead of really like just trying to immerse yourself too much in hustle culture and I'm still learning that. I'm still learning that. But but that's kind of my thing. And and also, I think especially with the whole, um, in light of recent events going on, there's also more um, focus on and more acceptance of different skin tones. And I really think that everyone should be comfortable in their own skin. It's just a matter of just keeping yourself healthy. That's it. But just every shade is beautiful Yes, in in their own way. So I I just want more people to know that and feel comfortable with that. And that'll take a lot of systematic change, more than individual change, systematic change. Because I think a lot of these companies or whatever, they're, they're profiting off the fact that people want this stuff. So it's both ends. It's both, like change needs to happen on both ends.
0: Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you follow the Shayarana Collective on Instagram at the Shayarana Collective. And if you'd like to know more about Sweta, you can follow her on Instagram at sweta.tandri. That's S W E T H A dot T-A-N-D-R-I. You follow and rate Shayarana Speaks wherever you get your podcast. Can't wait to see you soon.